Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today I am here with the amazing Lee Newton. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Donna? I am doing wonderful. And as we always talk before the show about the weather, uh, still sending some warm weather yes. north to you. <laughs> Get again, we need a little bit. <laughs> we need it here in North Carolina, that's for sure. Um, yeah, most definitely have got to have some warm weather. It has been rainy and cold here, so... <laughs> Stand it on. <laughs> Will do, for sure. So we'd love to start off with the most difficult question. Ooh. Who is Lee Newton? Who is Lee Newton? Lee Newton is this crazy <laughs> women, <laughs> woman of country that lives in North Carolina. Um, no, I'm, I'm, Lee Newton is, um, that's a good question. Wow. Um Lee Newton is full of fun. Lee Newton loves to live life and um, love to sing about it. And I love to uh, make others laugh. I love comedy. Um, Lee Newton's just pure life, living life to the fullest. Yeah. That is a beautiful description. I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. I, I'm, I'm, I live each day like it's going to be my last. Um you just never know. So um, take joy in everything. And and music is a huge part of that. You know, my family, music, and um, just so much passion. And, you know, everything I do, I just try to, to bring smiles to everybody's faces and stuff. And that's, that's what it's all about, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Good music, food, family, you know, like, like just the simple things. Food. Life. Yes, food. <laughs> I love food. <laughs> I think we're just going to do the, the whole South, food so. show after the music, you know? Oh, I'm telling right. you, we're just yes, gonna, I yeah. love to cook. I love to cook. So uh, all the Southern foods that are very fattening, um, yeah, all the time. <laughs> and that's why we stay busy, so we can eat those great foods, right? Yes, because you have to be able to lose the weight. You, you got a few months and you eat, and then you have to lose for this event or this event. Yeah, now I'm like, oh gosh, you know, I'm getting married in June, so I've got to make sure that I fit into my wedding dress. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're super excited. It's going to be a huge event. Um, it's going to be at the Johnny Cash Farm uh, in Bonacqua, Tennessee. And we've done like an open in invitation to everybody because he, he knows so many people. I know so many people. So, um, yeah, we're already up to like four to 500 people that's coming so it's gonna be it's gonna be a shindig you can should come on uh from florida I come, up. come up by that time in june we'll have tons of hot weather you'll be used to it so it'll be awesome okay perfect i may just be there i'll just come and we'll just start come filming on. things and be like hey celebrity <laughs> weddings here we go people magazine we're yeah. ready for the photo shoots and all let's do it i'm telling you i'm, I'm telling you there's it's going to be there's gonna be helicopters flying around it's gonna be <laughs> gonna be a main event <laughs> oh well i'm excited for that so 
Tell me, though, in the meantime, who are some of the women that have inspired you musically? Oh, gosh, this one is like so super easy. Um, I'll start from the beginning. Uh, Patsy Cline was my first cassette ever that I ever owned. And I learned every song on that cassette and drove my mom crazy, literally crazy, uh, no pun intended, um, by, by singing those songs over and over. Um, then, of course, you know, it was Loretta Lynn and Tammy Wynette. Then it went into the Judds. And when I'm, I first was introduced to the Judds, I was like just mesmerized. I loved them. And it was during the time, you know, I fell in love with Lori Morgan. <clears throat> so those women uh, being country are the ones that really inspired me a lot. Then, of course, in later, a little bit later years, you know, Shania Twain, um, she just kind of really revved it up and really just busted through a lot of doors for us women. You know, I mean, she made it OK if you wanted to be a little sexy here one day and then want to wear your jeans the next day. You know, I mean, she you know, it was it was pretty cool. She broke through so many different walls for us. So. Um, and then now um, I would have to say Ashley McBride. She's one that I just really look up to. And um, I, I really love women who write their music and they express themselves and their songs or stories about them. And I just feel like when you listen to their music, you know, Carly Pierce is another one. You feel what they're writing. You know that it's come from their heart and it's and it's music that they have lived. And um, and that's what I hope that I do with my songwriting. And, um, you know, when people listen to my songs, you know, which I do get that a lot, that they can relate to them, you know. So uh, but those are those are my main women that, um, you know, I've always looked up to uh, Susan Tedeschi, though, on the blue side. Rhonda Vincent on the bluegrass. I've just got them all over the place. So, <laughs> and that's perfect. There's, you know, it's like I said, someone said to me one time, they were talking about like, you know, more into like some rap and R&B. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. There's, you know, no. good music is good music. It runs across the realms and it's relevant yes. even 20 years later, even though, you know, when they talk about dialing up someone, I'm like, yeah, you're really dialing or, you, you know, sometimes you're not really dialing anymore. You're just like, hey, call so-and-so. It's called, yeah, yeah, dial it up. <laughs> I remember dial up was when I had the computer that I was having to dial up on the internet, you know, and you'd get the, you know. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> uh, I believe but, that yeah, first main server was like AOL, right? Yeah, you know, and the, and the way I've always looked at it, um, you know, I love traditional country. That's where my roots are. I love the storytelling. I love the heart. I love the sound. Um but I do love the blues. I love Southern rock. You know, back uh, several, several, several years ago, I got to sing uh, back up with three original members of Leonard Skinner. So that really, you know, through these past several, several years, I won't say, but, um, you know, it really put a lot of Southern rock flair. And you can really hear it in the song Carolina. It has that Southern rock feel to it. Um, so I love I love being able to listen to different genres and just kind of take them in. I don't really listen to a lot of the modern country and it's not because I just don't like it. I just try to not listen because with writing, I'm sure you're that way. I don't like, I don't want, I'm afraid I'm going to like take in something. And <laughs> like, ah. so I, I usually just listen to a lot of the artists that, like I said, that I, you know, Patsy Klein, Loretta, I'll pop them Absolutely. in. and Yeah. So were you ever forbidden to play Patsy Cline around your mom? I just want to know because I, I had the Dolly syndrome where I wore out a couple oh. Dolly cassettes. Like I had to rebuy them. My mom refused to buy another one. Like I used my own allowance when I had allowance, you know, 
So, <laughs> well, my mom, I had I had a little Walkman at that time, and my mom and I, we didn't have a vehicle. My, you know, I, I grew up. Um, my dad was a cab driver. Um, and even though he's a cab driver, he would have to pay if he had to take us anywhere. So we were, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. So my mom and myself, we would walk around the neighborhood, you know, these little old ladies and we'd go visit them. And I remember having those headphones on and, and singing. So all she could really hear is me singing out loud. She couldn't hear you know, Patsy through the other, um, the earphones, but I, I remember she never, she never really said anything except, you know, dear Lord, I'm never going to, you know, uh, get out of this, this phase, you know, but then I went to, um, I'll never forget, I had a little red record player and, um, I had, and I know you'll remember these, the, uh, Go-Go's, we got the yes. beat. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Okay. Yeah. Well, I had the little, <laughs> the little 45 record of that and I think I played it that one song over and over and over and over and I think mom was literally ready to throw out the record player like but yeah that was probably the only one that she was really like perturbed with like she was just ready just to either kick me out of the house or throw the record player out (laughs) (laughs) oh that's great I love it oh so Speaking of music and and releases, you have a new release coming up. You want to tell everyone about your new release, Working Girl Blues? I do. I'm so, so excited. I mean, you know, the album came out a few months ago. um, And, of course, we're in the new year, so I can say last year. But it was just a few months ago. um, And Working Girl Blues is the only cover on my album, Unleashed. Um, but it is a cover of Merle Haggard's song, Working Man Blues, but um, I did Working Girl Blues, which is a remake that Leona Williams had done. Um, and she was married to Merle and they you know, did duets. She had sang years before she had met Merle, um, actually played bass in Loretta uh, Lynn's band too. And actually uh, her and her husband had wrote a song for Loretta's, uh, one of her albums. And Leona Williams is just a legend within herself. So um, anyway, so she, uh, I reached out to her to be on this song with me since she was the one that had redone it. And I was like, yeah, I've got to have you on there, Leona. Will you sing with me? And so she joined in, um, my producer reached out to Pam Tellis. So I was sitting there going, yeah, Pam is not going to get on there with me. You know, (laughs) within like 30 or 40 minutes, Pam called my producer and she was like, I'm in. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is super awesome. Um, so it just all started really coming together. Um, and Leroy Parnell came on to play um, the slide guitar and a couple other players, Eugene Moles and um, Joe Reed, who had played with Merle as well, played on it. So the whole song and project just became just very magical. And it really people have been playing it all over. It's already, I had my interview with Bill Cody on coffee country and Cody uh, with WSM. He was playing it and it's not even been released. He really at Mulltown, like all the DJs are playing it. And I'm like, I hadn't even released it yet. And they're like, well, I guess it's released now because we're playing it. So, um, but I'm super excited on uh, February 14th, the actual release, official release of it's going to be there. And, um, I just, I'm just so blessed with the way the reception has been on Unleashed. Um, you know, I, I won um, 
album of the year uh, with it at the JMA Awards that they had at the Opry, at Grand Ole Opry House. So um, it, it's just been such a blessing. Um, uh, the songs have meant so much, and um, I just I'm, I'm super thrilled and, and 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 super thrilled that this is the next release. So oh, it is awesome. So let me say for everyone else to hear it as well. And everybody can pre-save it uh, starting February 7th. So February 7th is the pre-save. Um, and you can go on my website, which is leenewtonofficial.com. Um, and there's a, a link on there to pre-save it. So I'm so excited. <laughs> so go check that out, everyone, after after the rest of the interview, because you want to you hear the crazy yeah. questions. Oh, yes, yes. We, you got to stick around for this. Then go to Lee Newton Official. <laughs> <laughs> that links will be in the description as always. So make sure you go check yes. it out. Yes. Oh. So as we're continuing with new music, uh, tell us all about the uh, new gospel album coming out. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the gospel album is just literally has it has been such a labor of love. And that's what I've called it because. Um, you know, with Unleashed, you know, it was such a full production and there was a lot that went into it. Um, and, you know, I, well, halfway through it, I ended up getting a sponsor, which was Luke and Benita Givens. They just literally stepped right in and they like helped me finish the rest of the project with the album or it would never have never would have happened. Um, so when I knew that I was going to do a gospel album next before I did another country album recorded anything else the gospel had to happen and so um I was like well god you're going to have to help me you know I don't know how I'm going to do this after coming from just this release of this one album but he made it he made it start happening I mean right and left um I've got uh Larry Strickland um Naomi Judd's husband who uh produced half of the tracks on there um I've got John Heinrich that's produced the other half he plays uh, saxophone with uh Ronnie Millsap um people started coming from the woodwork all these artists uh Ben Isaacs um Joe Bonzel um Dale Houston uh T. Graham Brown um uh Catherine's going to be on there we've we got a song that we're going to be doing and Mackenzie Pit Phipps um we just this whole project has just been, like I said, a labor of love. I mean, it would not have happened if all these people hadn't come and just kind of join forces and be like, yes, I'll help you with that. Or yes, I'll be the, on that album with you or, or I'll help you with this. Or, oh, I'll come and play piano for you. I mean, it's just like everything's fell into place. And I, it was supposed to have been released a little earlier. But God wanted more songs on that album. So we're, we're, we're holding out. And this thing is going to be like you're going to go to a church on a Sunday morning. And you're going to be coming out of there ready to go down and get baptized. That's all i got to say. <laughs> oh, well, I'm definitely excited for the new album coming out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it'll be. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it, it will. It will not be any later than the middle of March. Um, like I said, uh, the last one that will be going on there is the duet that me and Kay Ship, um, Catherine Shipley, if you have not heard of her, please. Oh my gosh. Like she is amazing. Is she not like Jeez. hands down the sweetest, most genuine person that you're ever going to meet. And, um, me and her have just bonded over the past couple of years, um, and we, we either video each other or text or 
I mean, we just, we've just always had this bond and this song that we're doing, it's called I'll Be There. And it's just so perfect for her and I of what we've both kind of went through. Um, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful song. I can't wait for you to hear it. Definitely excited. I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm a fan, you know, so yes. Yeah. And well, you know, I mean, her voice and the harmonies that, oh my gosh, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. So I had to wait. I had to hold out for that one to go on the album. I'm like, okay, I get, I'm going to put it on mine. And I think she's going to put it on hers. And (laughs) And I love how everything falls into place. You know, I, I, I've always been a person that believes that everything happens as it should. Sometimes it doesn't work (laughs) as we expect it. And there's a reason for it, you know, but. Oh, most definitely. I mean, just in my journey, I have always say since I was a little girl um, and I've been in in cover bands where I've been the the singer, I've been in bar bands, I've traveled everywhere, you know, um, but it wasn't in God's timing that it was for me to, when I started writing songs and becoming the artist that I truly am and get to put my music out there and it and it's just to be able to, to put a message out there it's not about making it big and rich and famous stuff it's not trying to chase that 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 dream my dream is to be able to play music and to be able to make a living and be able to you know uh, put my message out there to help people and I know that that's what my mission is um, through my songs because some of the songs that God gives me I know that they're straight from God and I know that you know, he makes a way for me to record them to put them out. So it's just, I give him all the glory. <laughs> and that is, that is just beautiful. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's all been a right. beautiful, so, it has been a very, uh, I did a um, Robin Tanner with Cross Country Magazine and she ended up putting the same article in the cash box, the uh, 80th anniversary edition. And she called it uh, the name of, the story she wrote, she called it a beautiful ride. And that's exactly what it's been. I mean, that's, that sums it up. This has been the most, you know, there's been so many ups and downs. Um, and I think I believe that God gets you to go through things to where you can use those um, situations that you've been in to, uh, to witness to other people. Um, and, and like I said, I know down deep in my heart what my mission is. Um, so I'm just letting him lead the way. And if I feel led to do something, I do it. I, I'm, I'm, if I was on a label, they probably wouldn't like me because I just go like by the seat of my pants, whatever hits me or whatever I feel, I just kind of do. So I, I love that about being independent. You can kind of do and make your own rules. You know, there's no rules in music in this industry. You know, I mean, things have changed so much. You just kind of do your own thing now. And that's it. That's exactly the the bonus and perks of being an independent artist. Yeah. And and like you said, you just want to be able to make a living. You know? Yeah. 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 No, no, I'm not saying that if somebody wanted to come by with a really good deal, I'm, I'm your girl. But <laughs> <laughs> we can talk. But uh but you know what Let's I mean. negotiate that. Come on. Yeah, if you're out there and you hear this, then yeah, we can we can open it up. But yeah, I mean, you know, I, I just see so many people, they're in it for the wrong reasons. You know, they're just in it for the and you can feel it, you can see it, and it's so fake and it's so I just I just can't stand that. Um I, I, I like genuine people, I like genuine music. Um 
And, 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 and then I've told somebody else this, you know, um, I do love all different genres and I feel like a, a song is a great song that no matter what genre it is, if it's a, if it's a song that really truly moves you, mm-hmm. no matter what genre it is, you know? So, but yeah, absolutely. I, absolutely. And I have to admit, I I'm a fan more of songwriters. Um, yes, of course I love Reba and Dolly and then, but Dolly songwriter first, right? Yes. I, I have just been a huge fan of songwriters first. And then, you know, it kind of like, you know, there's, I remember a time where I like, mentioned the name Lori McKenna and everyone's like, who? And I'm like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now you just mentioned one of her songs. Like, oh, that writer is now. Yeah. Done, and you know but- what's crazy? And I never got this because I just started writing songs about, about two and a half, almost three years ago. Okay. I always thought that, I, which I was always told oh, you can't do that, or you're not good enough to do that, or, you know, just I've always my whole life. And so when I started writing songs, and then when I went to record them, and then I saw the whole process, and I'll never forget when I wrote Strength of a Woman, and I don't know if you've heard that song, but uh, that's one of my, one that's on the Undamaged album, and it's a, it's a song from God. Because I've, I've, I've touched so many people with that song they, they wrote to me and with all their stories, you know. Um, but that song, I'll never forget what I was feeling like when I was writing it, how it helped me heal while writing it. And then I recorded it and God gave me the way to record it. And then when it was sent to me and I heard it for the first time and then I got to like put it out to the world. I mean, that feeling of writing that's when I felt it. I was like, this is what it is. That's the, the songwriting. And and when you have people singing your song or, or writing to you now, I mean, I get that now um, for sure. I mean, I, before I was kind of like, yeah, I, I'd sing all the others. Not to say that I didn't feel the songs that I sang, you know, but they were not my songs. But buddy, when you write your songs the same, it's a totally different feeling. It's like you're bringing a baby into this world and you're like, caressing it and like bringing it to and you're like walking around and like it's just you know it's just the the proudest moment for sure Mm -hmm. absolutely and and even obviously I'm I'm not a singer so I stay away from that realm but uh everybody can sing (laughs) everybody you're right everybody can sing but some people should be um yeah some people should not be allowed to like sing professionally that's 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 what we'll leave that (laughs) Just because I can occasionally carry a tune in a bucket doesn't mean. <laughs> oh, well, but, right. but you've got, so you've got to be able to, to, to hum and, 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 and keep it, keep it tuned for sure. I can articulate at least how, you know, how I hear it or something. If someone else yeah. music more musically inclined, that's usually what I team up with is that musically inclined person to, you know, <laughs> but yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love the songwriting is oh. one of my, and I've really um, embraced it a lot I mean like I'm constantly writing I've constantly got a song in my head and Mm -hmm. um yeah there's some it's it's amazing I don't and I I remember hearing and it's so true I I heard um some kind of interview with Loretta Lynn and she was talking about when like a song would come to her that she would not leave that room until she had it done because she was saying, you know, God's give her that song and she was not going to leave that room. You know, she was going to make sure she finished that song, you know? So I try to put that in my head when I have a song come to me, you know, cause it could easily go to somebody else, you know? So I take that time to really 
to, mm-hmm. um, to take it in and, and get that song done. So, and, you know, the advantage now is when you're on the go and you can't take that five minutes to the, the phones now, you know, you just type it all in and you're like, good to go. Oh, I think well, okay. And, and too, I, the I, most of it. Well, you know, in Strength of a Woman, a lot of my songs, I'll be on the road because that's, I do a lot of writing on the road. And of course, I can't sit there and write it. Now, I have pulled over and, and wrote a song on the side of the road because it just kept coming. And I was like, okay, I've got to pull off. But because I'm not six hours from Nashville. So I travel a lot back mm-hmm. and forth. But um, a lot of mine, I'll have my little recorder in my phone and I start singing. And then I'll do another one. I add to it. I'll have the whole song done, uh, but I've still got the strength of a woman. I was listening to it not long ago, how it, the little pieces and even some of this, the way it was going to go. And then I ended up was right there, almost getting like the lyric to it. And then like listening back to it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, that was the beginning of it. You know, I can hear my little boy talking in the back seat as I'm singing. I mean, it's just, it's just wild how, um, and then that song was actually what they played when I walked up on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry. So, um, so it, it was just, it was just a, it's a very cheerful moment when I hear that song. So, um, well, that is awesome. So we're going to break now and go into 20 crazy questions if you're ready. Okay. <laughs> Let me get something to drink about my Chick-fil-A here. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> I promise uh, they're not too difficult and we won't get arrested yet. <laughs> so tell me, do you have any guilty pleasure music? The music that's like hidden that no one knows you really listen to? A- oh, honey, I love some salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ask my older son about that one. Yeah, yeah. Salt, salt and pepper is the one I love listening to. And MC Hammer. Oh, Oh, that, that's good. That's definitely, yeah. We know we've, we've been uh, alive in the 90s when you have a song like MC Hammer or an artist hey, like that. It, and MC Hammer, I, I posted a TikTok of me dancing in a thrift store with him, the, the, the pants on. Uh-huh. He liked he liked my dance yeah. on Twitter. MC Hammer. I was like, so that was so cool. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> well, so tell me, if I said today your favorite single is... Oh, I have to pick. <laughs> just, oh! yeah, so just today, not like forever, just just for the moment. <laughs> of mine or somebody else's? Whatever, your favorite song. If it's one you're working on right now, like your favorite, then pick one of yours. Um. Oh my gosh. That maybe is a hard question. Let's see here. Um, I would have to, I would have to say Carolina. That's my song, Carolina. Uh, it's it's the first one that I wrote with my fiance, and it's kind of like a little. It's a, maybe it's a tribute to my mom and dad. So yeah, I'd have to say Carolina is my my favorite. Perfect. Tell me, best concert you've ever attended? Oh my goodness! Um, you know, and this this I I'll have to say because this is the one that made me cry three times. In the middle of this concert, Shenandoah. Oh my gosh! Totally sh- surprised me, but oh my gosh, Marty Raven just like literally. I, I I sat there and cried three times through his concert. It was amazing. Beautiful. 
tell us uh recommendation albums or artists we need to listen to before we die oh leona williams <laughs> any one of her albums love leona williams um say here leona williams and leona williams <laughs> <laughs> all right there's a recommended listening to people let's go check it out then yeah yeah leona williams is uh i, I would highly if you have not heard of her you need yes. to go and check her out her song she's a songwriter um and she mm -hmm. is amazing even at her age she just had her 80th birthday party um and i was there at her party and i'm telling you that woman can still belt it out like like no other and so absolutely gorgeous so yeah if you have not, and a lot of people, um, you know, some, not a lot, but some that when I've mentioned her name, they're like, who? And when I tell them to go mm -hmm. listen and they do, they're like, thank you so much. So, yes. So go check her out. Go check her out. Now, I know this may not really apply because you've already won your first award. But let's say you're winning uh, Entertainer of the Year for the first time on the CMAs. Who's the first person you're going to thank? Uh, you know, everybody thanks God, but you know, I, I would, I know I would thank my, my mom and dad because I did with my other awards um, for the simple fact that my mom is the one who taught me how to, to, to praise the Lord and taught me about God and Jesus. And, and my dad's the one that taught me about music and um, taught me how to play the guitar. And without both of them giving me, you know, Jesus and music, it would have to be my parents. So beautiful. Tell me something on your bucket list. Oh, and my fiance is in the other room. He's probably going to laugh at this. Um, and it's really not on a bucket list. It's on a list of doing it because I'm scared of it and I want to do it. But what that where you get up in the ocean and you get up on the thing where it takes you up in the low where you're up above the ocean the what's that called parasailing parasailing yeah that's it, it, it it's kind of like on my 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 list to prove that i'm not a scaredy chicken because I, okay, I am a scaredy chicken it. when it comes to that so that's on my bucket list uh, well, let's do it. Uh, I, you know, the first time I did it was down visiting Key West, and let me tell you, it was awesome. I will say though, as I've I've gotten a little older, um, the speedboat when you go in reverse, I noticed I have a little. I'm like, oh, I'm feeling a little motion sickness. Okay, just relax. Really? So, oh, well, yeah. see, when we were down in Florida, and um, well, Panama City, we went down there to see Lori, and uh, well, when she lived there, and then we went to Destin, and I thought he he pulled into a place where it said that. So I thought he was taking me there and my heart just sunk, uh, which he was ended up, we ended up getting the um, uh, jet skis. So, uh, but I want to prove to him that I can do it. So that is bucket list. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we should make your group together and I'll go do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, we'll come down there to you. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. <laughs> it'll, it'll be like, uh, we'll do honeymoon next year in the winter and, and do it in yeah. the winter here. Cause it'll be beautiful. I'd say I'd be perfect. Perfect. <laughs> oh, so tell me, do you have a favorite vacation spot? Um, 
I'll tell you, I've, I've, I've went on more vacations and trips in this last um, two years than I think I ever have my whole life. Um, um, I'm trying to think of the most favorite one that we've went on. Um, mm, I, I, I know I'll tell you, I really loved Mexico. That was, it was, um, we went to Mexico and I just, I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, just, it was just beautiful and the culture is beautiful and, um, people were so nice and there was a lot of food and hot sun and it was awesome. <laughs> I see the theme, food, yeah. sun, get it, I get I it. I know, I mean, you, you mentioned anything with food with me and I'm in, uh, I mean, food in the sun, yeah. I'm, I'm perfectly in. Yes, absolutely. Count me in too. Yeah. Make sure you have my number. You can just call me. Yeah. Hey, well, we are going to get together. Oh, so tell me, books. Do you prefer paper, audio, or ebooks? Uh, most definitely paper. Um, I am horrible though about reading. Just with being a mom, and then and even like the way I am now with with trying to keep up with everything all at once. I don't never have any time to really sit down and read. Uh, but I, the last book that I read and I will highly recommend it is William Lee Golden's uh, Behind the Beard. Um, he wrote that book and it is amazing. And he gave it to me um, when I visited his house. Um, and I highly recommend that book. Um, amazing book. Um, so, Yeah. That, that's probably the only exception that I've read a book and I don't even know how long. So, <laughs> you know, but like, I never it's crazy. The TV, I never turn the TV on either. If you know, I just, that's just the, the type of person I'd rather have music playing or, or writing music or playing the guitar. That's just, it's just how I am. Oh. So if we made a movie about your life, who would you want to play you? Oh gosh. Well, she'd have to to be blonde and and um, make me look really little. <laughs> Let's see. Um, gosh, that's a I you know I don't know. Um, I don't know enough. Like I said, I don't know enough of the new actresses to even. You know, I've always, I love Jennifer Aniston, but uh, I don't know if she's a little bit older than me, so I don't know if she could play me or not. But uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a good one. I just have to think about, I'll have to get back with you on that one. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're, yeah. we'll wait to call them up and be like, hey, we like your audition. So. Yeah. So. But, but I did hear that Dolly is going to be looking for somebody to play hers. Dolly, hey, I'm in. I'm in. I can play her. Do we we have a dolly player here. Come on, we ready for auditions. Let us know when the auditions are. Lee will yes, be there. Yes. I, I will get my hair blonder and uh, yeah, we we got it. And fluffier, 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 fluffier. Yeah, fluffier ever, right? <laughs> we can do it. So, do you sing in the shower? I sing everywhere. I don't take. I don't. I'm not a shower person. So I love baths. Um, I'm still one of those, I guess I grew up with, I didn't have a shower when I grew up, uh, we just have just a bath. And so I, I, I mean, I'm not opposed to taking a shower, but, uh, but yeah, bath. So I sing in the bath, I sing in the car, I sing in the living room, I sing in the grocery store, anywhere they'll let me sing, I sing. 
Oh, it's beautiful. Stop. I love it. <laughs> oh. So tell us, either your best or your worst job you've ever had. Oh my gosh. Um Well, the best that I, I loved it so much. Um, I was a project manager for a plumbing company. So I did everything. I've gone on job sites, uh, did everything with sewer lines and water lines and plumbing. And it was just, it was really awesome. I really enjoyed um, that job. Now, probably one that I didn't like was when I was 14 and I worked at Long John Silver's. So yeah, that was um Oh, and I was young, but, oh, I'd always get burned all over from all the grease splattering up. And, you know, my hair was always greasy and, you know, and being 14 and if I'm in like your face with the whole, oh, my mm-hmm. face, Lord. Yeah. yeah that, that time of, of growing up is not good. Having a ton of grease. Just, it was just everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't that's think, probably I the don't, worst. <laughs> That was probably really the worst. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, but I've always like, I, I, you know, I've always worked since I was even even before then when my dad had died. Um, I would and I don't even know if people even still do this, but I was telling my fiance this a few months ago and he kind of looked at me like that. I remember being 10, 11 years old and I would get out with a five gallon bucket when it would rain and I would pick night crawlers. And so I would fill the big five gallon bucket full of night crawlers. And here I'd go walk out half a block out the road to this little place and I would sell them. But that's how I made money then. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they do that anymore. You know, I don't, I don't really think they do. Uh, I mean, I know yeah. I grew up, one of the guys I grew up with, he now has a actual worm farm that he does that. Ah. Like, you know, that's, that's like his business. Um, ah. So he loves doing that, um, obviously. But uh, yeah, you know, I can't say that I did the, where I was in, there wasn't a big fishing area there. So um, yeah. we did things like, uh, I we did way back in the 80s, I'm going to date myself here. We did um, those rocks before it was cool to paint them and put things on them and call uh-huh. them pet rocks. It was pet rocks back then we used to like, yes. really nice and sit down. Yeah. And oh, it was 50 wow. cents a quarter. Yeah, like it was cool. <laughs> I know people used to, to catch night crawlers, you know, or worms, you know, yeah, they, they'll, they'll laugh at me because they're looking at me like, I mean, they people did this, but that, you know, you can make good money, you know, and that's how I helped my mom, you know, um, yeah. after my dad died, you know, so yeah, um, but yeah, that, but Long John Silver's, yeah. No. <laughs> well, so tell me, favorite uh, meal? Breakfast, lunch, dinner, or foods out of those? If you prefer breakfast oh, well, over dinners? Chocolate, or? chocolate is my favorite <laughs> of all time. Um, but I love a good rack of ribs. Mm-hmm. If you get, I mean, oh my gosh. Um, and it has to be cooked exactly right where the meat just falls off the bone. And the, the, the barbecue sauce has to have a little spice to it. But yeah, rack of ribs is like my absolute favorite hands down food food. Uh, but you give me anything chocolate and a cup of coffee, and I am so happy. Oh, well, I should have called you last week. We had ribs. They were on smoker or whatever. and Perfect. Oh, oh man. So, we are so getting together for food. I'm just saying. Yes, yes. Uh, so, do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse? I got my fiance. <laughs> <laughs> <Your game plan. laughs> 
Oh. Baby gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I would probably, oh my goodness, I would probably just run. I mean, I've watched a few of the episodes of Lost at the very beginning. Um, so, yeah, I. All I would know is to get a, a ball bat and like knock him over the top of the head or something. But yeah, I, I've watched just enough. I'm kind of like with Grey's Anatomy. I've watched just enough Grey's Anatomy to where I feel like I could be like a nurse or, a, or even a surgeon or something. Well, so tell us, what would you never do? What would I never do? Skydiving? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I would never <laughs> skydive. No, that would never happen. There was something else I was trying to remember. Um, there was something else that we were just talking about the other day about doing. I was like, no, that wouldn't. Oh, scuba diving. I would never go down and scuba dive. There is no way. I don't even think I'd even snorkel going halfway. Like, it's just not going to happen. Like, I don't want to be down there with. Mm -mm. With the no. sharks. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> no, I'm pretty risky. Oh. I'm pretty good about like being spontaneous, but there's certain things like that. Like I'm like, no, no, I just, I don't think it's for me. <laughs> or those bungee things, the bungee jumping and all that. No, oh. nope. But, but the other, the, the bucket list with Paracel and I am going to try to do that. I think that if I talked myself into it, maybe I could do it. Uh, you know, it is fun. Uh, it really <laughs> is. I think I, you know, I, I'm just saying, <coughs> if you have a little fear faith thing, it's it's still fun. It was beautiful. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I just, um, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm scared of it coming down and like hitting the water and like maybe the water feeling like pavement or something. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, what do I always think about the water? No, but I don't no. know you're not going that fast. You're good. You're not going that fast. You're not that high up. You're good. Okay. Well, you're high up, I, I but you're not. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to do it. I'm going to come to Florida. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Hopefully I can be there that day. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetically, if I came to you and said I needed to hide a dead body, do you know a good place? <laughs> Actually, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> These are crazy questions. Oh, oh. Lord. Um yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I live in North Carolina, so I mean, the 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 places are endless around here. I mean, you're talking, we're in the boonies out here. Yeah. Lots of woods. Lots of woods. <laughs> Lots of animals in the woods, right? <laughs> Lots of coyotes, too. That, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, I've been asking everyone this question because, you know, we grow old, we never grow up. So, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, um, I'm, I'm doing it. I hope I can keep doing this and, and keep acting like I'm 20 years old, running around singing and playing that. That's what I hope to keep doing when I finally grow up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. So tell us, is there something you're afraid of? What are you afraid of? Spiders. Uh, I'm pretty sure the whole height bungee jumping, we got that. Yeah. Um, the way people drive scare the Oh my God, they scare me to death. Um, yeah, people need to just slow down. Oh my gosh, people need to either leave their house a little earlier um, or just, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm, I get so used to going these back roads and just kind of enjoying the scenery. And I'm, I'm not a granny driver, 
but I'm borderline. I mean, I can get up there fast with everybody else, but you know, that's what's wrong with everybody. They live so high paced, but yeah, I would say, um, that's what I'm, I'm scared of. Um, I'm not too much scared of anything else other than that. I don't, I don't like crazy traffic and big trucks. And I guess you see all those wrecks that stuff. That I, I get scared over that. Yeah. You're not one of those fast drivers, are you? Uh, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> I'm one of those. When people are in my car, they're like, are you going to drive faster? And I'm like, you're in my car. If it was by myself, I'd probably drive faster. But I'm not that. Yeah. I'm not like a fast I'm speed demon. In fact, when I got pulled over, everyone's like, wait, you got pulled over? For speeding? I'm like, <laughs> that's it. I quit. I leave. I'm leaving. <laughs> and I'm the type of person that gets in behind a vehicle or a truck. And if they're going slow, I will just, I will stay in behind them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll slow down to what they are. I'm not in a hurry, so. <coughs> Unless it's like a cement truck, then I'm like, no, it's going to like fall on me or something. And it's like oh, yeah. Final, final destination, I have to move away from it or logs or, yeah, any of those weird things. I'm even that person that will actually put in the no highways to, to do any yeah. kind of back roads to go places. That's just, but you get to see so much by doing that. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot that um, that you can see if you just take back roads to slow down. You, t you everybody who listen to this, you know, mm -hmm. take a back road every now and then. Yes, it'll do you absolutely. good. Yeah. <laughs> well, so tell me if you could be any person, like Dolly Parton, Loretta Lynn, whoever, or position like a CEO or surgeon, who or what would you want to be for the day and why? Oh, I'd love to be like the president of like um, a big, huge record label company. And then I would be like, oh, there's Lee Newton in North Carolina. Look at that Carolina girl. I'm going to sign her to a huge record deal. And uh, yeah, that's what I would do for the day. And then when it became me, I would have a record deal the next day. Oh, that's awesome. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of thinking about it, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So, can you leave us with any good words of wisdom? Do you have any that you follow that you'd like to share? Um, I, I say this to about everybody that I talk to. Um, every day, try to leave people that you meet or you run into. Leave them feeling better about themselves or leave them feeling in a, a better position than what you they what they are when you found them. Like when you when you leave them, make sure that you've left a great impression on them. Try to help people. Um, believe me, it comes back twenty thousand folds to you. Absolutely. That's yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. So what do we have going on for the rest of 2023? I know there's some um, good stuff coming up. Uh, some concerts I've heard about. Yeah. And this is going to be the newest news. You're, you are going to be the one that everybody will get to hear it from here. But I uh, will be opening for Randy Travis um, this year. I mean, there's several other shows that's happening. Uh, but this one right here is so dear to my heart. And when I found out that I was going to get to open for him, um, 
I am so stoked about that. I like, oh my gosh, like I'm super excited. It's going to be um, in July, July 21st um, in Tennessee at the Country Tonight Theater um, and East Tennessee Concerts is putting it on. So come on out. Um, it's going to be it's going to be a blast. I mean, I know my dad is smiling down because Randy Travis was his favorite. Um, you know, and then I think well, so cool. between Randy Travis and Keith Whitley, those two right there was, you know, the two that he listened to um, before he passed away. So uh, to be opening for Randy and, you know, that was, a, I listened to Randy with my dad so much. So that was, that's a huge thing. Um, um, but I've got that. I'm doing um, um, a thing with uh, Today in Nashville, uh, doing a, a couple songs that'll be on TV. So I'm super excited about that. Got the wedding coming up in June. So that, I mean, we're planning on that. Um, and then I'm already, you know, getting ready to start work on the third country album. So like I said, there's just a lot that's getting ready to, to come about and um, I'm just ready to see what 2023 is going to bring. Absolutely. Well, lots of busy craziness. It sounds so far. Yes. I mean, just, yes. just planning a wedding is that in, in itself sometimes. So I know, I know. And I'm like, it's already almost February and uh, yeah, there's a lot to plan. So super excited about that. I think it's going to be, um, it's going to be one of, like I said, a big event. Uh, we have people coming from everywhere because um, he you know he, he he knew a lot of people I do and then we met a lot of people um so yeah it's going to be it's going to be huge awesome and congratulations again on your wedding thank you thank you and it has been a pleasure having you on today you're welcome back anytime Lee oh thank you so much Donna and I just had the best time and um I, I can't wait for you to hear uh the new album and especially the one with me and k-ship so yeah oh, awesome awesome and thank you friends for joining us for another episode remember to go check out the links in the description and pre-save the newest songs and albums have a great day everyone bye If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.